Hello, good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast, where we talk about digital marketing strategies to help grow your business. Today, I am extremely pumped to have a very special guest on the show, none other than Mr. George Papadeus from The Hoff. Welcome, George. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me today, Michael. I'm, I'm uh, really excited to be on here with you today. So, you know, um, you know, obviously the, the entire world has made a shift and um, things are changing at a rapid pace all around us. Um, you know, I know you're based in, in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. We're based in Tallahassee, Florida. Um, you know, the state of Florida, I think, is, is trailing behind uh, what's happening in New York and California uh, in, in, as it relates to uh, COVID-19 and, and those who are impacted by uh, this pandemic. But no doubt there are businesses who, are, who, who need to be able to provide, continue to provide services. They need to, um, you know, they really need to thrive right now. Um, I think a lot of companies are having to take a hard look at budgets. And one of the first budgets that's going to get cut is marketing. Um, and so I think now more than ever, it's really important that, that businesses try to focus on how can they maximize their resources to continue to gain exposure uh, you know, continue to, to maintain engagement with their current client base, as well as continue to impact market share to help grow their business. So today's conversation, what does the new SEO look like in the midst of a shelter-in-place, self-quarantine, social distancing, Hoff-style look at? Obviously, you're the, uh, you're the man behind uh, the Hoff um, Let's, we're going to talk about that, but but to kind of start it off, let's talk about the Hoff, where you guys started, how it kind of all began, and and kind of how you've progressed. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, gosh, there's a lot to talk about today, but I, I'm I'm really excited that we get to talk to you about that. So, where did the Hoff start? Uh, the Hoff started in 2010 in, in Chicago by uh, a couple of guys that saw a need for a more client focused. Uh, type of digital marketing service. At the time, it was strictly just SEO. It was a one SEO uh, product business. Uh, but really what they wanted to do was they wanted to hit their customers over the head with with the results, with the experience, with the engagement, and really make uh, a brand out of uh, something that, that predominantly has not had a brand behind it with an SEO specifically. And so um, with that, it's the, the hoth hit them over the head. So with that, that's sort of uh, turned into uh, this this monster, if you will, no pun intended. <laughs> now in 2019, uh, we went from went from three guys that started the business to now uh, I just hired our 45th team member uh, here in St. Pete, and um, you know we went from a, a one product SEO uh, uh, company to now we offer myriad products, all the way from SEO to online reputation management to content creation to white label PPC. Um, and now back in November, we actually finished an acquisition of a, a freelance marketplace platform called FreeUp. And so um, the Hoth is, is, is we're moving, we're shaking, and, and uh, we're doing a lot of really cool things with a, a lot of really great people. 
And um, unfortunately, yeah, we we now to go to your your uh, point you brought up, Michael, with COVID nineteen and the uh, the issues that that we're facing as businesses, every business is facing right now. It's it's what does that strategy look like, and and what can businesses do um, right now in the digital space to keep one keep their company alive, uh, but two put some time and invest some time into their business to uh, to come out of this stronger than ever. And um, for us at the Hoth, it's uh, of course we have our pulp product suite. Um, but for what we're talking to our clients about, who are a little bit more price sensitive, who who are uh, experiencing some financial hardships, it's really putting that focus um, towards content and, and the velocity of, of really relevant content. Yeah, you know, um, I, I think you're right. I think that we are in a time that. There's really no turning back. Uh, you know, I, I've got some notes and I'm going to do a deeper dive into this later, but it's right on the it's right on my shirt sleeves. And I can't I can't get away from this concept of, you know, the, the scientific data says that it takes on average between 14 and 21 days to establish a new habit. And there's no doubt that no matter where you live in the United States right now or in the globe, for that matter, you are in the process of establishing new habits as a result of what's happening with this pandemic. And a lot of what those new habits look like are connected with these devices, right? Our mobile devices. And it's deeply connected with how are we accessing information, which of course is the internet. And so I think as companies start to understand, I mean, the, the, the CEO of Cloudflare released in his recent blog post, he said that the internet traffic has increased, depending on your region, between 10 to 30%. Well, guys, that means more people are getting on and they're doing a search and they're saying, you know, I'm trying to find this or trying to find that. What are your hours? Are you still offering the menu? And so now more than ever, your search engine optimization, your SEO is absolutely critical. And a lot of people have no idea what that means. You know, they, they think that it's, uh, you know, the, the one misconception I think is that they're just going to go buy this one silver bullet. They're going to shoot it. And then all their troubles are going to be solved. Right. And you and I both know that, that is not the case. Um, sure, sure. But I think that more and more businesses need to understand that, that this shift, and you mentioned you got 45 team members, uh, you know, and, and I'm sure many of your team uh, are not gathered in your 11,000 square foot building in, in the middle of St. Pete. You're working from home. You're in your, uh, you know, you're at home uh, on the on the podcast show video here today. Um, you know, I, my, I'm the only one here in the office today. The rest of the team is working remote um, and everyone is is trying to figure out a world where we rely more on the internet. And so having original content um, and, and updating your site and, and updating social media channels and all the different components, I think are huge. And it's really the best thing you can do for your business right now. I mean, you know, we're looking at our servers, you know, we're very, very proactive in monitoring. You know, we've got over 150 clients on our servers we're looking at, we're seeing that same spike in traffic. We're acquiring more resources uh, to handle the bandwidth, but we're reaching out to our clients and saying, hey, listen, this is what's happening and this is what you need to be aware of. And this is why I was so excited about having you come on the show because, you know, a lot of businesses are great at doing their job, 
They're terrible at writing about it. And I think you guys with your Hoth blogger sort of network, I want you to share with me a little bit about that because I think that could be a real resource for a lot of business owners who are terrible at writing, um, but are great with their hands. You know, maybe they're builders or contractors, um, you know, but they're, they're not really good at words, you know. Um, so talk about, talk about that as a, as a service. Yeah, I mean, you hit it right on the head. If from from an operational perspective, uh, for me, it's where as a business operator, where am I going to put my time? Where's my time most valuable? And I can tell you 100%, it is not writing blog posts. <laughs> as the same could be told to other business owner operators, uh, the plumber, the uh, the electrician, the um, the the mom and pop store, or any SMB basically is you should not be writing blog posts. I, you probably are the subject matter expert of whatever you're doing. But I can I can promise you there are folks out there that can write just as well as you, if not better. Um, and don't don't take that to heart. It's okay. I'm a horrible writer. I I, uh, I let other people write. Um, but there's there's folks out there that can really help your business. And when I talked about an investment earlier, that's that's really what you're making in your business when when you write content. So for us at the Hawk, we offer uh, a content product called uh, Hawk Blogger, which again a very original name. Uh, but it's basically just blog posts um, and, and managed blog posts that um, you can buy 100 a month, you can buy one a month, whatever that may be. And what we do is we have a team of over 500 writers, freelance writers uh, all across the U.S. Uh, that have all have a myriad background. And um, like we were talking about earlier, Michael, you know, we have we have someone that's a paralegal that's on staff that writes law-based blogs. Uh, we have a few nurses that write for us uh, in uh, in their downtime. Um, that write medical-based blogs. And so it's really, um, we can handle anything from one side of the spectrum all the way to the other um, so that business owner operators uh, can really focus on money, or I'm sorry, revenue-generating activity or money-saving activity um, uh, instead of spending three or four hours to write a blog post. Because I know as a business owner operator, I would uh, sit there probably for about eight hours finding the topic, writing the blog post, reading it about a thousand times to make sure it's right, posting it and taking it back down and posting it again. And, and so that's really what it comes down to at the Hoth. It's with, with their content, with their SEO products, um, and even with freelancers over in Free Up. We just want to help our, uh, our, our clients just solve problems. Whatever problems you have, we want to solve them, of course, from a digital standpoint. I, I, if you're a plumber, I cannot uh, unclog the toilet, unfortunately, <laughs> but I can find a way to drive some additional traffic to your website. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I know for us, uh, just as an agency, you know, we launched uh, the podcast series back in August of 2018. Uh, so we're coming up on uh, the two year anniversary. And, you know, um, you know, sometimes I we, we have episodes that are Monday through Friday. Uh, you know, every once in a while, we'll skip a day in between. So on average, three to five episodes per week. And, you know, early on, I, I thought to myself, you know what? I know that there are some SEO best practices we should practice what we preach. We should, we should, you know, smoke what we're selling, basically. And so I was like, let me try this out. So I decided, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna record the video on Facebook Live. I'm gonna download it, and then I'm gonna put it on YouTube. I'm gonna create a blog post, same title as the episode. Put the YouTube video in. Put a link to the podcast. Put an excerpt. Put a title. And I'm going to publish a, a, a blog post like that for every single episode that we do. So fast forward 215, 230 episodes later, you know, we've added 
215, 230 pieces of new content to our blog over the last, you know, 24 months. And guess what? Guess what, George? If you Google Way digital, more traffic. If you if you Google digital marketing and you're in Tallahassee, guess who's organically number one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, digital ops. Why? Because nobody is producing original content at that volume, at that scale. Now, again, that goes back to this misconception of we didn't fire some magic bullet one time to get there. It took 18 or 19 months of cranking out post after post after post after post to get there. But you know what? It was a it was a sweat equity investment in our business. And so I think what you're talking about is for a business that doesn't have the time or technology or the ability to do that, you've got a uh, a self-source uh, you know platform that people can take that same you know methodology. Obviously, they're not going to have the video and audio links, but at least they're going to have the written content, which indexes brilliantly. Um, you know, and that's going to be an absolute great, great um, you know tactic for them to see the same kind of results that we saw. Right. It's not going to happen overnight. You're 100 percent correct. Yeah, it's not going to happen overnight, but it absolutely is the best investment that you can make. I mean, and and the other thing, you, I'm going to go back to something you said that I think is really, really important right now. And that is online reputation. I think now more than ever, I mean, it's always been this. Um, I think a lot of boomers underestimated this, even though they did it. When boomers were going to make a purchase decision, you know, 20 years ago, you know, they would see a postcard or they would see a television ad or they would see a magazine ad and they would go ask their neighbor or they would ask a church member friend when they went to church. They would ask them, what do you think? What are you doing about your insurance or what are you doing about this? And they would ask for advice. Right. Well, now because of the Internet and now because of social distancing and self-quarantine, all of those questions that are a part of the decision tree process, the consideration process, those answers are being found either by reviews left by people on products and services or companies uh, or content that's on the Internet. So, I mean, this is really important for a brand to recognize and have as part of their strategy, their online reputation. So talk to me about that. Yeah, and, and that's, I'm so glad you brought that up because the, the, the referrals from, you know, let's call it back in the day versus today, it's, it's, they're still as impactful. Like you said, only they're just different. Instead of asking your friend, you know, what should I be buying here, X, Y, Z, you're getting those reviews online. And, um, and, and it's so important to make sure as a business owner operator that, um, or with your clients that, that's part of the strategy and that's part of the focus. And, and if there's money to invest in that side of the business, then you have to. And, and, uh, and that's what it is. It's an investment. It's not an expenditure. For instance, um, my dad's own, and I, I use this example all the time, but my dad's owned and operated his own business for 40 years over in Daytona Beach. I'm, I'm a Florida boy, born and raised in Florida. And, uh, and he's, uh, he's had his brand for 40 years. Yet he only, uh, when, this was two years ago at the time, he had three Google reviews. One of them was negative and two of them was positive, but still had a 3.5 stars out of five. And, and he's had his brand for 40 years, yet he's letting three reviews and one negative one 
control the the uh, perception of his brand. And so it's just so important that if you have a brand that is review focused or your local based business um, and you rely heavily on on reviews, it's important that you you manage those reviews in, in some way, shape or form, whether it's outreaching to gain more reviews, whether it's following on, on negative reviews and making them right. Um, so that negative reviews can either be taken down or, or can be uh, looked at before they're posted. Um, it's just so important to, to put a focus on on review management. And of course, we call it online, online reputation management, but review management is a, is a really big part of that. Yeah, you know, another thing that I think a lot of businesses, golly, if you're listening to this episode and you're a business owner or you're an account manager for, you know, uh, your 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 accounts and, and you help them with their digital marketing, I hope you listen to what I'm about to say next because it's I, I can't tell you how often right now I see gross, gross errors, gross negligence in this area. Google my business listing. The Google Knowledge Panel is what everybody is looking at right now. And, and you guys know what it is. You do a search, you look for the business name, and it pulls up. It has the map. It says, you know, call, directions, website, reviews. All of that information is there. So many businesses do not have their new business hours updated. So many businesses have reviews that, that have gone unanswered or unreplied to. Um, you know, there's so many things that are left. Um, you know, phone numbers have been changed. Um, you know, just so much information. And this is critical in a time where that that piece of real estate is free. It's free for you to adjust. It's free for you to log in, make sure it's correct so that you can keep the doors open. This is a very practical, tactical piece of advice that is a must in 2020 for your business to ensure that your Google My Business listing is correct. George, let me ask you this. What is the must have in 2020 when it comes to SEO strategy? Gosh, uh, I, I could take about 45 minutes to answer let's that. Have, let's do a three-day show, right? Let's just go for 72 hours. Go, here We're we going to do a marathon, SEO marathon. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, Really, for us at the Hoth, it's going to be a mixture of uh, really relevant, high-quality backlinks with uh, a, a, a uh, strategy of content creation, whether that's on-page content and building out uh, an abundance of pages on your website for all the different products and services that you have, or blog content, and then setting up the strategy to begin building links to that, that really awesome, relevant content, but doing it in a way where there's velocity. Um, we, I think you mentioned at the beginning of the show of there's the one silver bullet that once you fire it, all this magic happens. And unfortunately, that is not the case when it comes to SEO, when it comes to SEO and organic rankings. It is a marathon. It is an investment. And it's something that um, business owners and operators or, or uh, marketers or in-house SEOs or account managers for agencies should really uh, really be aware of. And so for us at the Hawk, we really stress, at least from the organic side, um, really high-quality in-content backlinks moving or shooting towards really high-quality uh, content on a client site uh, that's just extremely relevant to that that client's business, and then within that content uh, on the client site, what's an, uh, an internal linking strategy that makes the most sense that not only links to other really relevant blog posts or or, uh, or web pages, uh, but then also has some sort of call to action at the end, some sort of CTA that drives a conversion of some sort. Um, and of course, all we we give away all of this information on the Hoth blog. It's it's all. 
we'll tell you the secret sauce. There's no special thing that we're doing. Um, we can just do it a lot better and faster. Uh, but basically what it comes down to is, is how can you go faster, quicker, and at a higher quality rate than your competitors when it comes mm-hmm. to building out content and building up backlinks? Yeah, that's that. You are spot on, my friend. Uh, absolutely. You I know, I wanna, before we go, we have a, just a couple minutes left, and I want to give you a minute to talk about it because it really dovetails nicely. Uh, I did an episode a few months back uh, as a follow up to an episode that I did uh, in, uh, I guess it was probably late 2019. The reports about the gig economy were that in 2019, the gig economy would power, uh, or it was reported in in 2019 that it it powered 32% uh, of the workforce in America. And it was estimated that in 2020, that number would grow exponentially and go surpass 42%. In fact, the projections were uh, nearly 46% of the workforce in America would be powered by the gig economy. And got George, here we are, March, 2020. People are at home. People's wages are being cut. They're being laid off. People are trying to figure out a way to make money. And they're like, hey, I can drive. Hey, I got a place I can rent. Hey, I can, you know, write or, hey, I can create, you know, uh, graphics or, you know, they're looking at what assets do I have that I can leverage uh, and, and I can create a gig, you know, a side hustle and make money and, and, and pay my bills. And I am when you told me about the free up um, network that you guys uh, acquired in November I was like, dude, you are sitting in, you are at the right place at the right time. And I'm so pumped up. I want you to talk about that for just a couple of minutes because I'm super pumped for you. I think it's going to be fantastic. I appreciate it. I mean, I'm, I'm hyped just listening to that. You're pumping me up right now. It's, <laughs> um, it's something we, we, I don't, I don't really believe in luck. Luck is labor under controlled knowledge, but it's something that, <laughs> Somehow, call it fate, we were aligned with with um, the former CEO of, of Free Up, Nathan Hirsch, who's an outstanding individual. Um, but basically, we got to a point last year in 2019 where we had all these freelancers on staff, at least for the Hawk, who, who wrote for us. Was, all of our writers are freelancers. They work on a per-project basis, and they do a whole job. Um, but we also figured out with our writers that some of them uh, also were bookkeepers. Some of them, I think I said it earlier, one's a, one's a paralegal and, and uh, has that skill set. Um, some of them can do PPC on their own. Some of them can do SEO on their own. Some of them can just be virtual assistants because they're extremely organized. And so after hearing through our clients' issues and what they're experiencing and what they were looking for with the, with the digital partner, other than just SEO and, and content creation, we knew that we needed to provide uh, digital services at scale uh, because we already had this really amazing talent pool and we already had a really great customer base. Uh, but with that, you know, building out a whole new platform takes a lot of time, a lot of R&D. And so um, somehow Nathan Hirsch and, and our CEO, Mark Hardgrove, they, their paths crossed. Nathan was over in Orlando, uh, another Florida connection. And, uh, and so we got to talking and come to find out we, we, uh, they were exploring an exit and we were looking to get into that space and it was a match made in heaven. Their company culture was very akin to the Hoffs company culture. And, and um, it, it, we, they treated their freelancers the same way we treated our freelancers, like they're part of the family. And, and it was just a very natural fit. And so with that, 
you know, fast forward to March, obviously we've updated some operational processes. We've, we've incorporated some of free up into the Hoth and vice versa. And, um, and now that we are in this, this, uh, COVID-19, uh, situation, uh, which is extremely unfortunate. I mean, I have friends being furloughed, uh, laid off. I think everyone knows someone who is directly impacted from, from a, a, a career perspective. Um, but with that, there's so much opportunity for them to begin growing their own personal brand and, and uh, start uh, capitalizing, if you will, off their skill sets. And so we've seen an abundant amount over the last two weeks, a, a heavy increase in applications, not only on the writer side of the hop, but also on the freelance applications coming into free up for every digital niche you can think of. And so um, it, it excites me, the growth of the gig economy from last year to this year. And then, like you said, developing new habits over these next few weeks to God knows what the world's going to look like come summer. But um, it's, it's, there's a lot of good in this because now people can start working for themselves and utilizing their talents for them and their family specifically, uh, start building up their own personal brands um, when maybe they felt in their last positions that they were being either being held back or they're in a job that they felt was going nowhere. And I'm just speaking openly. Um, now we have this opportunity for them to come in to, to get really amazing. I mean, there's a lot of really great talent out there right now. And um, being able to have the free, free up platform to bring those people in and one treat them like family makes sure they feel they're part of the community, whether they're in Seattle, Washington or, or Tampa, Florida. Um, it, it's, it's just really, it's really exciting to see where the free up platform is going to go. And, and uh, you know, we know free up is already very successful where it's at, but um we're we are anticipating a, a huge increase in, in uh, production come next six months. So uh, I hope that answers your question. That's a long form answer. But yeah, no, it, it's very excited. For yeah, this. I like I said, I am super. When you told me about it, when we were kind of in the green room before the show, um, you know, it's uh, I was like, oh man, this guy, he is so dang smart and and at the right place at the right time. <laughs> Uh, again, George uh, Papadeus, it has been a great pleasure to have you on the Digital Marketing Podcast show. Thank you for your time. Uh, I know you guys have a big happy hour planned coming up here in the next hour or so, so I'm not going to hold you any, any, any longer. Thank you again. Guys, thanks for tuning in. My name is Michael Wynn. I am the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RV Oppenheim Associates. Thanks for tuning in. Have yourself a great weekend, and we'll catch you on Monday. Take care, George. Thank you. Thank you very much.